Listener Production. Hi, this is Paul McIntyre. Welcome to the MI3 Audio Edition. I've been a business journalist for 25 years covering the marketing, media, agency and tech sectors. In this series, we talk to industry leaders about the global and local developments that you need to be across this week. This audio edition is created in conjunction with partners as part of our Market Voice series. Well, Jaguar Land Rover spotted an opportunity earlier this year in the lead up to Sydney's Vivid Festival, where circa 3 million people are estimated to show up for 23 days of light shows, music and forums. The carmaker needed to build awareness fast for the new Land Rover Defender and part of the brief included large out-of-home formats. But given the expected surge in people on the streets of Sydney's CBD during Vivid, Jaguar Land Rover's just appointed media agency Resolution Digital, which is part of the Omnicom Media Group, or OMG for short, thought a fast revamp of the brief to include street furniture and screens in the City of Sydney network run by QMS would be a smart move. And approved right, Omnicom Media Group's Head of Trading, John Lynch, is on the mics today, and he says the post-campaign audience analysis for Defender saw traffic uplift around sites in the Sydney CBD increase in some cases by more than 200%. But as John says, the out-of-home industry's audience currency move could not quantify what the opportunity was or how big the upside could be. QMS, however, had a new audience initiative in place using mobility data that could do just that down to specific sites and screens. Interestingly, QMS has broken early from its out-of-home competitors to develop this analysis capability for its screen network, which both sets audience benchmarks for each site and then guarantees those audiences will be delivered. At this stage, no other out-of-home company does this sort of reporting or promises these sorts of guarantees. But as Chief Strategy Officer Christian Zavik says, it must happen if the sector is to improve credibility and maintain high growth rates. In his parlance, out-of-home has to move from measuring assets to measuring audiences. It doesn't sound like much, but it is quite significant. Christian's argument is that if out-of-home wants to be treated like one of the last big broadcast audience reach channels, it has to behave like one. So QMS is following TV's approach in how it delivers audience analysis and guarantees after campaigns have taken flight. QMS calls it Performance Plus. And one of the early backers also happens to be the single biggest buyer of out-of-home in the country, with a cool $300 million in group-wide investment. That's OMG's John Lynch. He and Christian are on the mics today for a quick download on why out-of-home is chasing TV-like audience analysis and guarantees, and what that means for the future of out-of-home measurement. Welcome, gents. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I think we've got a really, really robust system in place in Move. I think it's developed and it's changed with the times with the development of Move 1.5. And we've got the new system, Move 2.0, coming online next year, um, which we're all looking forward to. It's going to include a whole raft more formats. It's going to cover more areas. And I think it's going to be one of the, the best out-home measurement systems in, in the world. So the, the, the um, I'm not going to undermine that. I think there's a huge amount of money being placed into that. And it's been developed in consultation with media planners and buyers and with the Outdoor Futures Council, of which I'm a member. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And it's, um, it, it really is fit for purpose. It's a big challenge. There's a huge amount of data involved in that. We are looking at ways in which agencies can get more access to that data. I think that's true to say, but there are it's a huge amount of information. Um, and that's, that's required to do something like that for out of home. 
some, some of the areas that move doesn't play in uh, around seasonality and about big changes in audience from on a daily or a weekly basis. And I think that's um, something that Performance Plus can help to address. Talk us through the context around um, Jaguar Land Rover and, and the challenge of what you were what you were trying to do there. And it just so happened it was around sort of vivid at the time, right? Yeah, so um, we uh, we won the client and was appointed in uh, in April this year. Jaguar Land Rover very keen to be in market with a Defender campaign in in May and June. Um, so we had a very quick turnaround, but the brief was for you know a large format campaign um, to build significant awareness of, of uh, the new Defender and. The opportunity came up that we will be active across the Vivid period in Sydney. Um, obviously, QMS have some fantastic inventory in the city of Sydney. It's not, however, large format. So there was a bit of a uh, bit of a challenge there. We spoke to the clients about taking advantage of the opportunity of the, the increased audience that the Vivid Festival will drive across the CBD in Sydney during the campaign period or a couple of weeks of the campaign period. And they were um, keen and flexible enough to, to, to take up the offer. The challenge for us, I suppose, was we believe that the audiences were there and, you know, the pictures of the crowds at Circular Key, et cetera, would show that. But there was no information from Move to suggest what the size of the opportunity was or how big a benefit we would glean from being active during that period. And so what did you do and what happened? During the uh, the post-analysis period, QMS were, were able to supply us with their performance plus monitoring to show us exactly what the size of that prize was. So it's not the same as Move data, but um, you know it's based on DSpark data, and it shows essentially you know traffic flows using mobile data. So, for example, we we saw a, you know two hundred and six percent uplift across sites situated in the Circular Key area during weekend evenings, um, one hundred and six percent uplift in interstate audiences during weekend evenings. So really, really big numbers to back up that decision to change pretty much the, the buying strategy in our home, uh, but also to make some decisions perhaps on the fly that were uh, delivering a real benefit for us that wouldn't be um, picked up in the traditional kind of uh, audience measurement systems. So Christian, um, John's just sort of outlined a, an interesting case study. What's the rationale for Performance Plus and why now? You've kind of broken from the pack and you say you want to be more like TV. That's a very different sort of system to what's in the out-of-home industry now. Just talk us through a little bit of the, of the background on this. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's no secret that digitization has fueled a, a complete transformation of the channel. And along with advancements in things like data and tech, we're now playing a much bigger and broader role in client communication strategies. So with that also comes an increased level of responsibility, trust and understanding, and the need for us to continue to evolve our client offering. So what we did is we identified a need to start acting like other major broadcast channels, TV is an example, and move away from, from asset to, to audience campaign reporting. Uh, in essence, Performance Plus aims to continue to drive greater confidence inside and outcomes for our clients through the increased transparency and audience um, accountability that the platform delivers. So just how that works, though, Christian, versus just for those that may not be in the weeds on, on the currency, the out-of-home currency of Move, what is different about what your Performance Plus is doing in terms of that visibility on audience? The data is not there to replace Move. Move, you know, as John sort of uh, alluded to earlier, is the audience measurement system. It's, it's, it's world-class. 
it's still responsible for the planning activation um, and used in negotiations. But once that's all done, that's when we actually go to the next step. Um, the first step is to create a benchmark using the, the DSPARC data, which guarantees a client's audience delivery based on a, a similar time the year before. And then after that... And that's we're... brand new, right? That hasn't happened before in terms of guaranteeing your audience. Is that right? Well, it has once. Um, unfortunately, that was a darker time for out of home back in, back in the old <laughs> COVID days where we were scratching the, the bottom of the barrel. And look, that also uh, was the first time we used DSPARC data in a similar vein. Um, back then, it was there to protect uh, revenue, obviously, with the drastic decreases in audience. But back then, it was manual. So the, the difference here is what we've done is build an automated platform that allows us to scale it across all campaigns. So the guarantee is an important bit. Uh, but then the next step to where you're combining the actual play data, which is supplied by CDU, with the actual data, uh, DSPARC data of what has actually um, occurred for that campaign. The other thing that we do is we overlay an impression factor to take into account share of time. And we use the similar self, uh, calculations that we use for Move 1.5. What that does is give us you know, a, a very good understanding of what a client's campaign is actually delivered. Um, and then the final step is, is providing a, a deeper dive um, in terms of insights into that audience, looking at things like demographic breakdowns, uh, more temporal understanding of delivery of their impressions across hours and days, and things like uh, state of residence. So there's a whole roadmap ahead as well as we continue to evolve um, the offering in market and provide even further insight for clients that we hope can in turn help to optimise their future campaigns. So just really quickly, Christian, what is the core difference between the currency of Move and what it delivers versus what you're doing here with Performance Plus? I think it's just the role that it plays. So, so Move is, you know, is the industry currency that is using, used in the front part, the planning and the activation of campaigns. Performance Plus comes in after that's happened um, and looks at what an actual campaign has delivered and then the insights into that particular audience for a client. By sites, though, by a particular screens, right? So this is the by mobility data that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the difference there. That we have, you know, we've got 15-minute data for every single one of our digital sites. Okay. Now, you're four months in. What's happened? How accurate is the audience data? It must be very accurate if John's here. And or are you giving uh, John lots of make goods, Christian, well, on those guarantees? Well, I might start with the positive, which has been that um, <laughs> but it has. Uh, we've had a very, very good reaction from the market. Um, we've already had 50 campaigns that have taken place. And there's a similar number that it's not far from being locked away. So um, there's been a great uptake from clients. What sort of categories or brands, Christian? Uh, it's very broad. Everything from finance, insurance, retail, travel, QSR. So okay. there's no single. So everyone's in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And look, any, any client that buys audience and, and is after a better understanding of the, the broadcast nature of the medium is going to find this applicable. So just in terms of the, what Move will show and what your audience guarantees are, how's that flowing through? You know, post-campaign analysis, are the audiences there and is there a differential? I think one of the benefits of, of the medium is that we don't have issues in terms of audience declines. You know, <clears throat> naturally people are, are starting, particularly after, you know, the, the down years of COVID is getting back out again. And, and we're really seeing that through our holistic numbers. I think from looking at October data, it was up 4% year on year, like for like assets to give you an indication. So 
what that does is flow on to the effect of, you know, campaigns for clients where you've had that natural uplift in audience across the board, but then it also measures things like additional bonus sites that have been delivered, increased share of time, which adds to that overall audience delivery for a client. Are we seeing on balance in those 50 campaigns, are you over-delivering, under-delivering? What happens in that? Because this is a good test of the, I guess, to the platform too and the data. Well, fortunately, uh, they've all overperformed today, which is great. But, you know, if there's, if there's an example where, for instance, that there is an under-delivery, obviously we would compensate clients for that audience. Um, and that is a point of difference with what, so that's new, right? That hasn't really happened in out of home until this. No, as I said, look, I think third-party auditing has been great. Um, it's come in. What that does is it, it tracks the asset and the ad place, so what was promised to be delivered, but it didn't track the audience. So this is the next evolution of audience or campaign measurement that is is giving clients a, a much truer indication because at the end of the day, you know, delivering an asset isn't what they're after. They're actually after an audience and, and ensuring that it was delivered. John, this is different for sort of how the market sort of operates at the moment then with what's going on with Performance Plus and those that post-campaign analysis? Yeah, so uh, Christian mentioned it before, third-party verification services have been, you know, how agencies have tracked what was promised in a buy versus what's been delivered in a buy. That is, you know, the mechanics around did my spot um, appear for the duration that it was meant to be played, for the number of times that it was meant to be played, for individual signs. That, that doesn't in and of itself go back to audiences. What I think is useful about Performance Plus is that the, these are kind of live traffic flows around those sites. It is not, again, it is not a replacement for Move, but it does give us a, you know, a very valid indication of whether there are more or less people around during the campaign that we, we put to market. So that, that, that is really interesting from our perspective. There are a lot of um, additional data points in various different media being used at the moment. So it's not unusual for us to have the measurement system and then another overlay of data to show what's happening with maybe you know more complex demographics or segments um, that we're targeting in market. So it, it is new to out of home. We are seeing from every kind of media operator at the moment that there are many more data points. And I think mobile lent itself to out of home probably better than any other medium. Christian sort of um, hinted earlier that in most of the, the campaigns that happened so far with Performance Plus, that it's over-delivered an audience. Um, are you going to uh, verify that and say that, yes, he's, he's right? <laughs> well, I'm not privy to all of those campaigns myself, personally. But I think, look, you, you'd have to be very confident in your product to, to bring this to market. So I, and I think that's potentially one of the reasons why QMS have brought this to market. We've had a few years of very interrupted out-of-home uh, behaviours, given what happened in COVID. There's uh, a job to be done around confidence in out-of-home audiences because there has been a significant change in behaviours about people travelling to and from work, for example, has really changed. And it's maybe drifting back to what was more normal before COVID, but we have seen a, a significant and potentially permanent change in the way people travel during the week particularly. So this is something that proves that you're confident in your product, proves that you're confident in out-of-home to deliver the way it used to deliver prior to COVID. So that, that's as, as important as the actual results in itself, I suppose. But we're, we're, really, we're really glad to see additional points of information that can you know, augment the, the big studies like MOVE. I think 
to a degree, we're seeing that in, in audio as well, right? With uh, Radio 360, I think they've got a wearables panel. They will hopefully be able to look at uh, uplift around events and sporting events and stuff like that as well. So we're not alone and out of home in seeking to get that additional granularity around audiences. QMS has gone early on this post-campaign analysis and for audience and guarantees and delivery and so forth. Why now and why why early? I think that it's you know it's it's been something that we've been looking at for a number of years. I think it's something that you know speaking to our clients, um, they've been very keen to to further explore to help them get the most out of their out of home. And then the, the the last bit is is that you know move two point zero is coming in, and it would be great to have an industry solution. But you know, looking at the situation that we're currently in with with where that's at and the roadmap, you know that that could be some time before you can have a industry solution. So we just thought it was too long, and for a medium that is starting to get bigger and bigger and command more of that advertising pool of funds, um, that we needed to be much more accountable to our clients. So, John, should the whole market move this way in some way with what QMS is doing in terms of post-campaign analysis and the audience and the way that they're doing it? Is that what you would ultimately like to see? I think as a solution, media agencies and clients would always like to see a solution that would be applicable across the entire market. That's not always possible, though. And, you know, certain partnerships um, uh, are exclusive. We are very happy to look at... um, any data that's brought up by an individual vendor that we think can help us to justify our decisions and can prove to our clients that, you know, our home is efficient and can deliver on the promises. So whilst we'd love to see something broader across the the industry, I think at the moment we're, we're more than happy to see innovation driven by individual vendors such as QMS in this area. And you'll work that data in as you see fit yourselves into how well, you probably will have the scenario, right? You'll have a lot of different vendor data doing this. It's going to be up to you to pull it all together at a campaign level across all assets. Yeah, and look, I think in our home, we've always had that. There's, um, every, every vendor has used different data sets. Uh, not everybody was in move to, to begin with, and different vendors have had different ways of measuring their audiences, all of them probably you know robust and valid in their own way. We're glad that move is, has now become kind of all-encompassing measurement system. But this is absolutely something that we would promote with our clients as another level of proof when it comes to campaign delivery. Christian, is it, how's the traction and market on it now? And is it working for you in terms of that level of transparency post-campaign? Is it influencing budget allocation? Oh, look, it's, you know, obviously it's it's always great if you can drive greater revenue. Uh, that wasn't the reason for, for us bringing it in. But I think through time and, and as the adoption continues to increase, I think hopefully that gives clients greater confidence in, in the delivery of audience and, and, and in turn leads to a greater allocation for out-of-home in general. To both of you, I'm really interested in this one. Out-of-home is probably the most buoyant of, of any media at the moment um, in what is a, is a tough market. Why is that happening and, and what's the outlook for next year? Um, Christian, might start with you on that. Oh, look, I, th- I think it comes back to some of the things that we've already discussed particularly around audiences, you know, out of home is, you know, is a very unique medium in that it continues to deliver broadcast audiences across a broad range of target audiences. It now has, you know, the bells and whistles of being a a digital medium. 
that has increased not only the, the role it can play within a, a communication strategy, but it's also increased the, the creative capabilities and the connectivity to other digital media has, has really been significant um, drivers for the industry. What are, so what are the numbers? It's something like, is it 11 15% up in terms of growth on revenue versus market, which is tracking much below that? Yeah, I think the latest figures are it's up around 14% uh, right. year on year. Yeah. John, your take on why out of home is sort of is robust versus others that are not so? Uh, I think if you look at the uh, the growth in out of home over the last 15 years or so, it's, it's been incredibly positive. And I think some of that has been driven by better measurements in, in move and, uh, and developments in that area. But also, you can't ignore the fact that the, the market is digitized to a huge degree now. Um, probably more digital than, than most markets around the world in terms right. of total assets. And that's given clients a degree of flexibility that they never used to have in at home. So when it was all static, you'd have to have significant lead times, get skins printed. If things changed during that period when you were developing the print, they you know maybe cast aside and a new one would have to be printed. Digital's given us that flexibility now to, to get campaigns up and running and back down again very, very quickly. Programmatic is, is added to that flexibility as well. That kind of convenience factor, which was never there before, it has been huge, I think, in out-of-home. You know, we, we used to have 90-day cancellation um, terms for out-of-home. There's a great deal more flexibility, and I think that's driven um, revenue for, for the out-of-home category over the years. So just both of you, just in terms of key takeouts um, or some watchouts for the coming 12 months, John, in terms of out-of-home, what have you got your eye on? We think there'll be significant growth in programmatic over the next 12 months, and we've been relatively slow at OMG in the uptake of that. We've been very keen to, to to find out, you know, best use cases, and we think there are some really great use cases for it. We also think that Move 2.0 coming out next year is going to be massive for the industry, and I think there's going to be a lot of noise around that. Um, we're working closely with the OMA, with um the MFA and the Outdoor Futures Council around what that's going to look like and what access that agencies can have to that data. We're very hopeful that we'll get more access than ever before, but we're, we're working through how that's going to work. I look, at, it would be very similar to John. I think the other thing from a QMS perspective, there's a there's a little sporting event mid next year, the Olympics. Ah, that's right, the Olympics. So being uh, the official partners of the um, AOC and, and Paralympics has meant that we've formulated some opportunities for clients. You're going to have a, a very time zone friendly games uh, with people driving to work after after finals uh, overnight. So it presents a lot of content alignment opportunities for for clients moving forward, which you know hasn't really been able to be fully um, explored. The last Olympics being in the middle of COVID. And, and the previous Olympics not having the scale of digitization um, and advancements in data and tech. So there's going to be a very unique and sizable opportunity for clients next year. And how's that landing, Christian, in, in terms of your discussions? Uh, it's been great. It's, uh, it's still, still early days. Um, we're out speaking with, uh, with partners, first of all, um, and then that will progress uh, more to an open market after, after those conversations have um, been completed. Yeah, I haven't bought anything personally, but we, we've got some uh, sponsors that are uh, will, will be in conversations at the moment. I think another thing to watch out for for the next 12 months is probably, you know, dynamic creative optimization and things like the Olympics lend themselves to use of that um, very much. And it's something that we're, we're doing a lot of work with uh, a company that we have in the OMG stable called Adilic. 
in out of home. So that's probably another area where we'll see a huge, more, a huge amount more happening. So, John, does the transparency and audience guarantees that um, the QMS is packing into Performance Plus start to influence or have any impact on what you're doing, what you're buying in, in out of home? I, I think over time that will happen. I, I think the more we do this and the more proof we get that campaigns are actually delivering real audiences, whether that will impact QMS alone or whether it will impact the industry at large, I think both of those things will be of benefit to QMS. And um, just one quote I heard an awful lot last year was a rising tide floats all boats, which was a bit cliched. But um, I, I think things like this do help the individual vendor, but they also help with the industry as well, because we have gone through a period where audiences have been challenged. I do think we need to build more confidence in with clients and agencies around the effectiveness of out of home and proof points around audiences. And I think, you know, these kind of innovations really do that. Okay, thanks, John Lynch and Christian Zabek. There's a really interesting 12 months ahead. We'll watch that one with great interest. Um, thanks for joining. Thanks a lot, Paul. Have a good thanks, one. Thanks, Paul. This MI3 Audio Edition was presented by Paul McIntyre. That's more. Producer Nick Slater. Music by Matt Dwyer. For more episodes, go to listener.com or download the Listener app and search MI3 Audio Edition to listen for free. Listener.